with science by definition allows for more than one opinion, otherwise you merely have the will of one man, which is the basis of cult. If it's not in the frame, it doesn't exist. I'm as bad as hell, and I'm not gonna take this anymore! I'm funny how? I mean, funny like I'm a clown, I am usually... Where you been? Drunk. Wendy? <laughs> Darling? Light of my life. Oh! What is your one purpose in life? To explode, of course. I like death with sex. How about you, Casey? You like sex with death? Yes, yeah, so fuck off and die. <laughs> <clears throat> this is very serious. We do not we this don't is, malign this, this is one the of wrath those, of God. This is one of those movies uh, where it's just like, and it's funny because it's not like so film snobby. But now, watching it now definitely feels like only fucking mega film nerds would watch this movie in 2023. Uh, but at the time, it felt like a fucking, like a cool indie movie. <laughs> but it's like, not like a French art house movie, but I don't know. It's like, I watched it, it with my brother, you know, and <laughs> I was like. It's art house. It's art house it capital is. A, though, for sure. I mean, yeah. right. But yeah. I know what you're saying. Like, it's it's so weird. It, like, so I came into this film with no knowledge like like yourself right i mean yeah. i imagine we, i yeah, literally kind of... so this is we'll just let's get out of the way okay. before we get down the tangent yeah. this is the cult of cinema knowledge podcast no knowledge now we have knowledge right um jordan levi we're watching agire the wrath of god and the only knowledge i had going in herzog and klaus kinski pretty much it and that it was like criterion and like pretty well regarded Right. That's like well, that's like then, all I knew. I didn't know, really know what it was right. about. I didn't really well, know I, the discord around it or anything, but we uh we kind of have to do a little a little a slight correction because we're uh you know, we we didn't have the knowledge now we do. We in a later episode, last week's episode, I think we mentioned we thought this was the one where he carries the ship over. Yeah. Uh our our mistake, it's the other <laughs> Werner Herzog and Klaus Klinski yeah. <laughs> film vehicle that came out like four years later or something. It was like uh, it was almost yeah. ten years later. It was like eighty one. Oh, was it ten years? Yeah, oh, eighty one. I thought it was like seventy four. They did another one. It was it Fitzcarraldo. Yeah, they did five together. Yeah, right. Yeah, because yeah. they did. Uh, I actually watched quite a bit because I was intrigued about the production of this movie. So I, for once, I actually kind of was the guy. Like you, I know some of the stuff for you, once. You gotta, yeah, you gotta tell me because I like I. Let's see, let's see what I know and what you. But know. Uh, yeah, we'll guess, see. Little, this is the first collaboration back. between those two. It is, uh, yes. And then, this but, is the, but then they did a few, you know. Um. So th- it's always tough. I want to get this just, just kind of get ahead of this real quick. We don't we don't support Klaus Klinski here, uh, personally. <laughs> I at all. Ever. I am enthralled with um, his with his presence. Yes, but yes. he seems like a horrible person. <laughs> what, I I basically I just want to say the the moments that he's on film and he gets captured in cellulite. That that is what I want to like respect and talk about. Yeah, his well, personal life and behind the scenes shit. Yeah, he is he's a monster. Yeah, he is a truly terrible human being. Not yeah. where like Herzog Herzog's like Herzog's kooky and violent, but like kind of in an yeah, endearing Herzog, way. <laughs> yeah, he's done some questionable things certainly, <laughs> yes. but he doesn't have like the sexual assault right. allegations and the like strangling of his fucking <laughs> no. like. Um, and acting the, yeah, coach and, like, and he's not homicidal literally right, right. was and, like, a nazi Klinsky, uh, klaus kinsey was literally a nazi in world war yeah. ii so. <laughs> right 
and he like he yeah he uh was just he just was well, very abusive he's, to a lot of people it, and not in a constructive way and so anyways no he's deeply mentally the, ill that's but disclaimer. that's like not an excuse but yes. like as they always say no, right. damaged broken people make the best fucking artists man sometimes you know what i mean like some of the best artists <laughs> right. are it fucking can, absolute just despicable sure, broken people and it's probably it gave him like some will and passion to push people and to go to the extreme and that reflects on the fil- on, on on his acting side what we get what's captured in film and then immortalized but personally yeah, he's he's trash and terrible and we don't condone him but i really love this performance by him and this actually kind of a little quick history it like he was about to be like on the street destitute with like nothing and he stayed with Warner Herzog for a couple weeks or a few months and they were like he was like he was just like okay i want you to be that's like picture. you're like you have this energy you know it's basically the kevin smith and jason muse yeah <laughs> team well, it was up. actually uh he they lived in the same boarding house together when Werner herzog was like 15 and so they like oh, knew each then, other so then, from then, later, then. They, oh, okay and then like so they have even a deeper history yeah. yeah and then like after the war and everything uh kinski was like an actor and like got in all the acting and stuff and then like he did this like one man like play and it absolutely got fucking reamed where he like played Jesus Christ and oh, he got right. like he booed still, off stage. He did that. He and, did that throughout then, his whole life. Yeah. And that was 1971. And he was like his, right. basically that part of his career kind of bombed. And, uh, but then at the same time, Herzog's like this guy, I need to make him. I can't do the Herzog voice, but he's got the voice, you know, I know. <laughs> like, but uh, yeah, no, I don't know. The stars aligned there somehow because they ended up making, you know, a lot of pretty revered pictures. And this is, Oh, this I mean, is yeah, one they're, of them. This is They're arguably together. the biggest one of the the biggest one, you know. Yeah, do you think? I mean, I think I think Nosferatu is probably the most watched no. by them. Maybe together, most watched. But, this is definitely the most but, highest rated, easily. Yeah, yeah. I mean, th- this movie, this movie is phenomenal, and I'm. It's like it's so funny because Herzog's always been on. I mean, he's clearly in my radar, but he's like he's always been on my like watch list, and I want I want to get to his bio, his he's his filmography all over the place, man. Cause- but. But that's the thing, yeah. It's like I don't know where to start, and so I'm kind of like, I've well, seen, cool. Let's go like kind of at the beginning here. Yeah, I've seen like five Herzog movies, but like three yeah. of them I didn't even know were Herzog. I, yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> I was like going through, his, and I'm like, holy shit, what Herzog did? Fucking Rescue Dawn and shit. I'm like, what? Like, yeah. Well, uh, dude, there's a movie. There's a movie by Herzog. Okay, I, it's like I I don't know how much I actually don't even really remember the last episode. We we talked about Nosferatu. That was that was like. In the single digit go episode, listen to that so episode. I'm sure maybe maybe go listen garbage, to it. But I, maybe we want to we want to listen to it again too. To it's two good movies. It's a du- we did the thing and Nosferatu the Vampire the and, remake, right? And those are two great films. So I don't know. I'm wondering if that episode sucks or not. I know, right? We got to go back, but uh, hopefully we didn't. Uh, we don't. <laughs> we don't celebrate Koskinski. <laughs> I always knew knows? he's a psychopath. I talked uh, about it a little bit yeah. because it's like my. I'd been introduced to him a little bit before, but my first introduction to Klaus Kinski was the night, the eighties horror movie crawl space, which I've talked to you about. And it is, it's not a good movie, but he he, in it is fucking haunting. And then I I kind of became low key obsessed with that movie when I saw it, because it's just, there's something about it. That's really uncomfortable. It's like a pretty bad movie, but it's got this, it's got a weird vibe that I really like. And, uh, but when that's when I learned 
on that set, he was a fucking nightmare, and they were, like, going to plan on killing him for his insurance money and all this, and, like, that's where I was, like, went down that rabbit hole where I'm like, oh, he's one of those fucking guys. And he's, like, yeah. that's, like, what he's most known for is, like, he's an actor, a huge ego, but, like, he's most known for being, like, the mo- probably, like, the most difficult actor ever in, like, film history to work with. Like, one of the biggest names that's so difficult to work with. Uh, but he's been dead pretty much our whole life, so whatever, fuck him <laughs> Right. No, I mean, yeah, for for reals. Like him as a yeah. human being, yeah, he can get fucked and I hope he's well, nah, he's, he's hell, got but, he's got the uh, the his... quote-unquote legacy, but like like we've right. talked about before when we talked about Roman Polanski and things like that, it's like Right, right. You know, just uh I don't know. You got to find a way to s- separate. And I think that's, you know, some people can do it, some people can't. I for one have no no problem separating it, and if anything, I think that makes the discourse around it sometimes more interesting. I don't know. Um, to be like the toss up, you know what I mean? It's like, what makes this like, this guy's a fucking piece of shit, but I don't know something, something about it. But, uh, this, Ugh, I mean, did, it, uh, it's captivating. Is it my week? And that, that's going to be it. Let's get yes, into this actual for... movie. Um, yeah, I did not do a synopsis. Sorry, but oh, I'm just kind of, I'm going to try and wing it for you right quick. Okay. Without anything in front of me, let's see. So I mean, uh, it is. I mean, it is pretty. It is pretty atmospheric. So kind of just yeah. Yeah, I mean, the but. plot. It's like I'm not gonna get into every little story beat, but anyway. So Aguirre, The Wrath of God, 1972, directed by Warren Herzog. Takes it follows this band of uh, Spanish conquistadors and all their slaves in South America as they search for El Dorado, the fabled, mythical, legendary city of gold. Um, early on, there's like a large group and, but they can't take the whole group. So they basically, the main leader sends a scouting party ahead, um, of like, you know, co- I don't even know, like 50 people or something sends them ahead. They build these rafts. They're going down the Amazon river. Um, eventually things get shitty. One of the, they lose a raft fucking the floodwaters do their rafts away. The guy said, he's got to be back. In seven days regardless. So the leader's like, let's head back. And then Aguirre is like, nah, fuck that. We're going to go get our, let's carry on because all the, you're not remembered for being, you know, pussies that go back to their leaders. You know, you got to, your history remembers the brave and blah, 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 blah. And he does a huge speech and causes a mutiny. And Uh, mutiny ensues. Yep. So they fucking shoot the guy. And instead of him being in charge, though, he puts like the highest, the, the like sycophant, the highest nobleman that happens to be there. He puts him in charge as like this puppet. Uh Guzman puts him in charge, thinking he's gonna be a puppet, but then he gets to his head and that see where that gets him. Right. So they go down the river and they keep on going and they decide not to fully kill the main guy, Diaz or Duez or whatever it was, I forget. It starts with the D and has a Z in it. <laughs> but uh uh yeah. they're going down the river, they um <clears throat> run into some other um, tr- tribes of, like, aboriginals that live there. And they see, like, signs of cannibalism, and they get all freaked out, and they don't really know what's what. And But they're just going along. It's all very dreamy and atmospheric. And uh, they it's funny because they're starving, and they're, like, dying of fucking diseases and fever and shitting themselves to death. But at the same time, they're like, this is our kingdom. I'm the emperor of El Dorado and it's yeah. six times the size of Spain. And it's like, but really they're just like barely surviving. <laughs> I don't know. It's just, it's an interesting, uh, 
juxtaposition. I love that. that. I love (laughs) that parallel where it's like it's like how the colonizer like with just the stroke of his pen, they're like, we own this land. Yeah. But like then it's like, but the whole time you like you as a viewer are like, but you don't own anything. (laughs) You're like, you know, it's like. It's I love the hubris involved there. It's, it's, like, it's, it's crazy and it's amazing. It's an yeah. interesting look back on our history. It's and probably it's powerful. Accurate. Yeah. Oh, uh, dude, that's no. This like like I, people have said it before, and I just want to reiterate: this feels like a found footage film from the 1600s. Yeah, like, I this, actually kept this thinking. Feels like I don't know if it's the jungle, <laughs> but I and I know the plots are not really similar. But I kept thinking of uh, Cannibal Holocaust in this movie. That's. That's it, dude. 100%. Uh, because it's that's like totally, the film totally camera my notes. <laughs> really just like, it's got like fucking water on the lens and shit. They're just like on the raft. Uh, but anyway, they go down the river. Eventually, uh, there's like another low-key mutiny, and they they feed the the uh, Emperor of El Dorado, Guzman, some fucking nasty river water, and he and like shits himself to death and dies. Uh, essentially, but... Uh, and all this while, Aguirre has his 15-year-old daughter with him, and he's like, he becomes the leader, kills the other people that are, you know, has them hanged. He decapitates a guy, and it's pretty great uh, for trying to dis- dissent against him, even though they're all dissenters at that point, which is another hypocrisy right. of, like, they're all yeah. deserters and all unloyal. They, like, literally <laughs> join. They're like br- brigands, you know? And uh, they go along. Eventually... Everyone dies and is pretty much killed by more natives. And he, they like crash their boat at the end. It just gets stuck in the fucking riverbank. His daughter gets hit with an arrow. And uh, the whole raft gets over swam by all these monkeys. And even in the, his, the final moments, Gary's on the raft by himself. Uh, there's also an old uh, ship stuck in a tree, which is pretty great, of like a other lost. They, they're like, everyone thinks it's a hallucination, and, but they're like, hinted it's like a lost, another lost fucking voyage, you know? Because, like, yeah. you go down this it's river so and cool. you, you just are gone, you know? and you, But you think you're the fucking emperor or whatever. And, uh, yeah. you know, he monologues to some monkeys and he still is like, we're going to go out to the ocean and then we're going to take over the fucking cities and we're going to overthrow the Spanish Empire. And I'm like, and he's just shouting it to some monkeys alone on a river where he's almost certainly going to die. But I don't know. He's got enough gumption. That's how it ends. But he's got I enough know. gumption. He yeah. might do it. I don't know. He's like a tiny little goblin man. Like, it's terrifying. <laughs> yeah, who knows? He has his Christ with him, and it, it, I'm pretty sure he could, yeah, he, he could take him to El Dorado. A, he is the wrath of God. He's trying to play. Earlier on, he's trying to kind of play it subtle, trying to play it cool, be more cunning, and, like, everyone, like, he's like, ah, against the rebellion, you know? But then he's like, but I'm going to hang back, and I'm actually just second in charge, so don't mind me. Uh like he's he's pulling strings and stuff, and then later it's like full on tyrannical, where it's just like, this guy's a head taller than me, but that may change soon, and he has this dude, dude cut off his head. Line. <laughs> yeah, no, and I I love that dude. I love how like, and they cut the head, and then just to get like the nitty gritty production value too, it's like it lobs the head off. You get the shot of the fake head, and then the dude's buried under some like palm leaves, and he's you know, and he's got and the he's still fake talking, blood, he's and counting, and he, yeah. and he, he <laughs> yeah, counts to ten. Uh, he counts to ten because he's yeah they're. They're like they're counting like the grains of no, rice a, or whatever. It's a really great, great shot because what's he? What is he whips. counting? But it, yeah, it whips over and he's like, yeah, he's like ten. <laughs> he gets one more. Dude, good. that and that ship. It's like so. That's we're getting to the end. Like let's uh let's rewind here. You, that's it. You, yeah, that, I mean the, the movie's pretty right. big. Them going down the river, 
yeah. basically lost, but never they never for one second admit it. Uh, it's yeah, right. definitely I mean, of the idea of this conquest, but they're really just like this rogue rebellion that is fucking dying in the Amazon because they're totally unprepared. <laughs> and yeah. a common theme with Herzog seems to be it was like man versus nature and stuff, and it's like trying to overcome this untamed well, land it, and absolutely even the, even, laughable but what that's kind of like, what makes yeah, it great that's what's, dude that's what's so cool his his like his narratives are typically like they're like kind of all all of it wrapped into one it's usually like you know man versus self man versus nature man versus man they all like yeah. every single every single one of those comes into play at some point really crucially and it like enhances it but dude this this movie i feel like it for how it's like it's wild dude it has such a huge production value for like not being very expensive and not being very big like there isn't like there isn't like crazy shots like it's all shot on a boat or it's all shot on land he and it's either like handheld or sticks it's like werner herzog i'm sure you know this so it's like i did look in a little bit i actually kind of i know the budget for once but i didn't get super into it because i know that's your job uh, well, right, but it's yeah. like he stole the 35 millimeter camera from his film uh, school from, yeah. um, and he just fucking, which is great. Cause I'm like, this looks really good. And I thought it was 16 millimeter, but it's 35, which is great. Um, because it's like, it looks good, but it's like the people talk about like movies that couldn't be made today. And this is one of them just because it's like, yeah. it's so like the rawness of it. It's so unsafe, but well, it's you, just literally like we're going to the jungle. We're filming this fucking movie. We're shooting it yeah. fucking just guerrilla style. Like, <laughs> well, the crew. Yeah, there was only like there were only like eight people on crew, and it like it's like everybody is working. Like the like the things you see. That's what. So it's it's kind of almost slightly distracting, or just like it almost kind of like it adds to the realism. But then like it just makes me exhausted sometimes watching them on the rafts because I'm like you know they shot all day on the raft. And it fucking it is like they're in like a foot of water half the time. No, like, there's and not. You know the raft is like slowly falling apart. It's there's there's yeah, no there's not like there's a, no like a, a cushy trailer to check this. on yeah. the shore no, yeah. with like a fucking like they catering and like lattes. On, they were it's on like, rafts with with tents when yeah, they did. They're this. dying of it's malaria like, from getting eaten by mosquitoes, probably. Like, it's well, yeah. like, well, no, but that that's what was cool though. Was actually not a single person got sick. One person got uh, like hepatitis or gonorrhea or something. They got a sexually transmitted disease. <laughs> so out of this whole production, only one person got sick, and it was like it was like an STD that was not even you know yeah. wasn't related to the there's production. A, there's got, a, there's the production a few anyway. injuries. Uh, oh and yes, quite, two <laughs> yeah. of the bigger yeah, quite a few injuries, and two of the bigger ones are caused by Klaus Kinski outrages. So <laughs> yep. yep, like clobbered he some guy in the head of, with a sword a of... with his helmet on, but like left busted his wound. You read about uh, yeah. he got mad and shot into a tent of extras, dude. He and shot blew off the a dude's, dude's fingers, fingers off, or <laughs> yeah. It's like it's like oh my it's god, it's like Jesus but it, Christ, but man. Like, can you imagine who, who gave nowadays? Him yeah, can you imagine nowadays? Just like some, like I don't know, some director, probably like a kind I mean, of Alec, director. Alec Baldwin's <laughs> fucked. <laughs> I guess that's true, but it's just like taking right. fucking Tom Cruise into the jungle and he just like rages out. Like, what in the hell? Like, I don't know. I know, yeah. You really, yeah. You really like there. This is this is very specific to the time period. Like, I'm happy that we're doing 70s because it's yeah. like this is what this is kind of like what we were getting at is like the 70s was a huge change. 
Yeah. Like there were, there were like, they just like, well, no, and this is part. like and international, like, you know what I mean? It's like, they're yeah, fucking, yeah. it's like this, it was real. this kind it's of, it's almost, I want, I want a documentary about Warner Herzog and his filming style, because as much as I love it, he kind of plays like a colonizer. He kind of plays this like character. Like he's really abusive to like the natives oh, yeah. wherever he shoots. And so it's kind of like, it's, I don't know. It's wild though, but like he has, he has so many wild stories. Yeah. He's definitely that, like, like a pure oh, art kind of guy. Like I feel like him and is. Lars von Trier would be good friends. Uh, oh, dude, 100%. You know, yeah. If, like they're he's not, if they're not already, I don't know. Yeah, Lars he, von Trier doesn't leave his home. So who knows? Who but knows? but yeah. like, he definitely is the kind of guy that's just like, you know, the ends justify the means when it comes to production. Like people talk about like Kubrick being a fucking asshole to like all his actors right. to get performances and Herzog's like that, but like with the entire production. And he's just like, <laughs> yeah. we're just going to go he, out and we're just going to fucking like make this movie. But he gives himself, he gets himself right in the middle of it. So I don't he know. Does you know like, and every, he does every stunt. He is a madman. Yeah. yeah he, he does did, every stunt. The like if someone's afraid to do real. a stunt, he'll do it. Like he's like, I'll fucking yeah. do it first just to show you like I'm there with you, man. Like. Right, uh, and he'll be yeah. He he like it's, that, it's dude, dangerous, so but well, you that, gotta that, you gotta respect it kind of though. You know what I mean? It's respect. Something sure. about yeah, yeah, Herzog, yeah. like he's got a. It's but it's I morally that. questionable, but sometimes, but yeah, and it gets it really it elicits huge emotions from you. Like oh, I, the yeah. whole the opening the opening shot when they're coming down, and it's like you can see them going through the mud, and it like it becomes like a narrative, and it's like that's and that's Herzog's like style. I love it so much. Like he uh. He apparently has a master class and I'm kind of like, oh, that'd be kind of fun to to watch. But um, he um, talks about how like he doesn't he doesn't storyboard and he barely writes a script because when he gets there that he's like he's like I, he's like I write an outline. I'll get like a script and then I'll just go and I'll let the environment kind yeah. of build the story. I mean, with this... so, like it's like them treachering through. They're like, oh, the mud and like they have to change their their route and stuff, you know, and it like oh, it's so cool. Yeah, his his filmography is like two-thirds documentaries and that totally shows in this movie and like that's how i knew him originally i've seen more of his documentaries you know i started with grizzly man probably but it's like i didn't even really know he did feature films but it shows because it's like yeah he gets there and he makes the time and the place just as much of you know and that's maybe cliche to say but it's like just as much of a character as anything in the script right because the way he sees cinema really kind of goes through into the final project product in a way that makes him unique. Where it's just like, you know, he's got the long shots. It's very much about like, you know, he spends like two full minutes just showing the raging river early on. They're like, we can't cross that. We'll die. <laughs> and it's just like, I <sighs> love just, just dude, dude. And it's that score though. That freaking it's, score was yeah. <laughs> beautiful. Like, and that, and that again, that is what really, really resonated with me. And, uh, cannibal holocaust yeah that, I, that's that was score. the other thing too is the score <laughs> oh <laughs> my god that score is so sick and like and i i love in this movie how like in cannibal holocaust like they get more they get more like um up close and personal with like the tribes and like with you know the actual like natives mm-hmm. and in this i like how like it it's focusing so heavily on like their perspective that like there are times where you don't even know if somebody's dead and then they'll just kind of show them on the boat and they're like just laying there and you're like, Oh fuck, someone like died. Like they're so hidden and they know the land so well. And it like, it's so cool. Cause it's like, you don't have to establish that with like showing the tribe and them running around and them being like, like, you know, smart on the, in, in 
on the bank, you know, and making plans. All you have to do is just show them for two seconds and then they get, they get arrowed down and they're dead. Or you show them get trapped. You know, that guy who gets like the, the jawstring trap or whatever it's called. The thing mm-hmm. he gets that, that trap and he goes up and it's so cool how they're like hidden and smart. And then the one time you actually get somebody on there, it's so cool because he talks about like who they are, you know, and there's like the translator and stuff. And they're like, they're, you know, whatever they worship the sun and that that's, that's who they are. And they like, they said that you guys would come and be saviors, but it's so cool. Cause they totally are not, they're going to die. And then they're going to take the riches because that gold around his neck mm-hmm. is totally from another. It's totally from somebody else cut, trying to come through to find El Dorado. Yeah. That's like, I mean, at least that's my interpretation. I, no, that, it doesn't, that, like I, I, it. I, I got but that I, too. Kind of where it's just I totally like... feel like like and the ship because it's like the shipwreck is like where they get supplies you know and that's how they know of like weapons and they know of like the well it's like definitely they're definitely um they it's interesting how they kind of portray the natives because it's not like it's like they're not the real they're not like they're antagonists because several times they're like they're cannibals and they even are like they're shouting from the shore and they're like what they're saying and they're like they're saying it's meat oh. meat going down oh, the river meat. meat dude 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 no uh, and I'm like that's terrifying God, that was... that's not what you want to hear <laughs> but they're like no we're conquerors and <laughs> yeah like, dude it's meat is meat is floating by that's yeah. what it says it's meat like, is you floating know... by and I'm like that'd be a sick mu- in a music video or something a sort of band that. called meat is floating by <laughs> I know dude yeah that's such a good sound but, uh, drop <laughs> it's like they're so they're so fearless of the tribes that are obviously a clear and present danger. And then, like you said, with the gold, which is, yeah, almost like they didn't manufacture that. Like it was no, definitely like something right. that was manufactured. And, yeah. but it's like the cannibalistic tribes, they don't care. The fucking, literally the force of nature, the two minute shot of the raging river. But they're like, nope, we are conquerors. We're going to just take it over. And I'm just it's like, this, the amount of hubris is crazy because you do feel that. Like their confidence, it feels dreamy. But you're watching it from like, you know, an audience perspective and being like, holy shit, like, how are they chill, man? Like, I'd be freaking well, out. I you know what I mean? <laughs> like, I, I watched it like I watched it from the perspective as a fucking as the as the 26th man back with just my shitty dinky hat and like my spear. And I'm just kind of like, <laughs> well, I'm I'm here because like I was born into this and yeah. I, it's something more noble than just like, I guess, working on like a mud farm back home or something like it's just like yeah. i'm here because like i'm drafted into this and i'm doing this and it's just like that's how i watch this movie is like well, i'm part of them and i'm just like but i'm like i don't want to be here i don't have aspirations have, to find el dorado <laughs> like i kind of no do because sometimes he, he gets you convinced yeah he has, yes, no, he has no, choice no choice but to like, believe like, so like, it's like you may as well because he does these rousing speeches about glory and riches right. and you're like but in the back of your mind, you're like, fuck, I'm trapped here anyway. If I fucking desert, they're just going to chop my head off. So you convince yourself like, yeah, riches. Yeah, cool. Like, let's do it. <laughs> and yet you're just like, oh, I'm going down this river. I guess we have cannons. Thank God. But like, whatever. Uh, it's interesting because like I said it a little bit in my Reddit. You all right? You making it? Yeah. <laughs> I no, thought you were trying my... to strangle me real quick through the cannons. No, my <laughs> Yeah. Get you. No, that explains it. I was like, why are we, we're breaking up and like, you know, but, uh, uh, gotcha. now, now we're back together. But uh, it's interesting because while I was watching this, I kind of didn't know how to feel. Like I was digging it, but I was having kind of a hard time just because my like attention, like I was digging it, but I wasn't fully, fully, well, fully and immersed. You also, 
you were were you watching with you were watching with Gat? Yeah, we were watching on the Discord, we're, which obviously on the Discord that kind of makes it a little trickier. This is definitely a movie that like warrants your full attention. Like yeah. I watched it headphones on, you know. Yeah. In no. I was in it. I was in that sound design I, and everything. I, so. I, 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 but, I was getting into it. I was distracted. We'll get to the I, sound design yeah. here in a sec because that was my biggest distraction and the right. most unfortunate. I think I think about this movie holding it back. I can but, I tell you about the sound design? And yeah, no, the like obstacles they went through. It's so cool. Oh yeah, no, yeah. Right. Um, but like the movie ended, and I was like, you know, that was pretty good. I don't know how to feel about it though because I feel like for its time, it was amazing. But I need to think about it more to answer if it still feels like if it still kind of stands up as this art piece. But I, I watched this like a couple of days ago and I've been thinking about it ever since. Like I can't get it out of my head. And the more I marinate in it, the more I'm just like, this movie feels better as a memory almost where it's just like, it feels like this fucking doomed conquest through the jungle. Like in my, in the rear view kind of like, we've talked about that before where it's just like a movie compresses in your mind and it like works better as a memory sometimes. And uh, so it's like, but when it first ended, I was like, yeah, that was pretty cool, but I probably won't watch it again. And then, like, a few days later, I'm like, I can't stop thinking about this movie, man. This fucking fever <laughs> dream of a movie, like, I'm definitely going to watch it again one day. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, it's just oh, yeah. it's just I... interesting how it's kind of, like, changed. Because I told Gat, I was like, yeah, I'd probably give this a three stars. And then it's gone up a full star since I said that. I gave it four stars I know, on, and on I, Letterboxd. And I, I just finished it today, and I think I only gave it three and a half. And now, like, in the last, like, four hours between finishing it, I'm like... I'm like, it should, yeah, I'm like four, but I'm like, maybe even five. It's just like for how, like for everything, like I immediately started listening to the soundtrack. I just yeah, had this the soundtrack playing because it's like super sick. And then it's just like, this is, this is a, this is a film that I probably at 16 would have been bored as hell. You know, a little bit like, I don't know. I don't know if, I just don't know if I would have been into it. I would have probably felt like, okay, this is like cinematically important, whatever. But like. I don't know. Watching it now, I just I was in it. I was in the mood for this. Yeah. And like, I just I did. I loved like, I don't know. I and I'm I really like narration. Obviously, we've we've discussed this before. I'm a fucking I'm a sucker for narration. And so like, the narration was so cool. And I don't know who was I don't know who was the author of the narration because he he discusses like, and the men all got sick and they tried to drink my ink. And so now my pen's dried up. And I was just like, fuck yeah. yeah. That's such a good yeah, way like to end the narration. Because yeah. then it just, I was like, that's holy it. crap. That's like, and it's like, it's, dude, that's like, that's elevated, man. That is like, this, this movie is way ahead of its time. And I like, I don't think you can make a movie like this because it's just, I don't know. It feels, it just, the, the energy of it, you like, it feels youthful. Like, it, you know. Well, and like, it translates like, like there's a lot of movies that try to emulate like a rawness, but it's just like. It yeah, it that, translates from it that it really yeah. this movie really feels like lightning in a bottle, even though it's and it's funny because it's like a technically like a period piece made in the seventies yeah. about a bunch of German well, guys playing a bunch of Spanish guys playing, like playing a bunch of Spanish guys, but it feels so authentic, it dude. It's wild it how does. authentic, and it's not even close to authentic. Like none of the no. like none of the costuming or anything. It's just cool looking. And it's like it's like he literally just got the costumes for free from like a Ren Fair guy, like a dude that does like um, costumes for like Ren Fairs. And so it's like, but uh, but apparently it's like it is actually based on a quote unquote true story. Yeah, they're not. I think that's really it was like cool. a real guy, like, Aguirre, and he really went yeah, rogue he, he to look for like, El Dorado, and that's kind of where he it took ends, like. But. 
He took like 300 men, but dude, no, yeah. no, no. It wasn't even that he like rogued to go El, El Dorado. He like rogued to go like, to like, like to conquer like take over and there, go like a whole to take over and like yeah, yeah. I don't even God, I can't remember where it was, but he like wanted to go and be like, well, all right, I'm gonna take and it was like it was funded by the government too. Like he they gave him <laughs> they gave him the men to go do this expedition and then he took them and he's like, well, I'm gonna I'm gonna take this little army that I have now and try to take over the government. And I'm like, oh, that's cool. That so is it's, cool. It's cool that it's like it truly does that. I mean, I think that's like that. These are my favorite kind of like period pieces it doesn't have to be it doesn't have to be true history i don't know it's no, like i'm just, I'm just vibing it, like, on i want more movies yeah, like dudes and like like i like but it, the inquisition how, and i like this like yeah. medieval kind of like out of the element because it honestly uh we kind of haven't done this in a while but like uh other than cannibal holocaust it reminded me of this other movie i've been telling you about before called hard to be a god uh in not that many ways like hard to be a god is like it's like a medieval movie about this it's like technically sci-fi but not really but uh it's like about these people from earth observing this medieval planet that never evolved past the um like the renaissance so they're just like stuck in this perpetual shitty medieval period uh of plague and shit and stuff and it's like it's got a vibe similar like they're totally different movies but like this vibe of like the surrealness in this like slightly like this medieval time period um, does it for me. You know, I don't know. Something about that just really does it for me. You know what yeah. I mean? And it's like this movie, because this movie is definitely, like it's not like surreal in the way where it's like, oh, it's like psychedelic or something. But like, it really does. I, I've said this before about other movies, but it really does feel like a fever dream. Like it does, like, I don't know. Like I feel by the end of it, like I'm dying on that boat. And I'm like, is this, <laughs> yeah. like they're like, like I don't know if they're hallucinating. <laughs> the only person that's like a Gary is like, no, those are real arrows, you fucking idiots. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god, I love that. He's like, he's just like, I don't feel the arrows. I don't yeah. feel, you know. There's, there is nothing. There is no arrow, you know. And he's like, and I love dude that. Like, it opens with like, you know, it's shot on the guy, and he's talking about. He's like, I see a boat, you know, with big sails and a canoe. Yeah, following you think it. he's like, and then like dreaming. You it, think and he's then... <laughs> completely hallucinating. Then it cuts to the the boat, and you're like, oh, that's so. There cool. it is. And yeah. The arrow. <laughs> and like, it's totally like, it's like. Like the Coen brothers totally stole that. Like it's got like there's some of that in No Brother Where Art Thou and yeah. stuff. It's like this is a very influential film. And I know I know Herzog's like he's I didn't it's like I know he's influential, but I didn't realize like he is, yeah, he's huge, dude. Like he's he's everywhere. And he's yeah, because like, back in the day I'd everything. always been like I literally have been like, Oh yeah, he makes those good documentaries. And then every time I see That's, one of his features, yeah. I'm like, Oh, he did that too, I guess. Like I right. for the longest time I didn't even know he did features because I knew him from like Grizzly Man and like Cave of Forgotten Dreams and then like uh well, dude, Into the Abyss. The or funny whatever. thing is, is I knew him from documentaries, so yes, finding him here, but it's like I only saw Little Dieter Needs to Fly and I was like, Oh, cool. And you know, and then I then I saw Rescue Dawn and I was like, This is so it's so weird. I saw Grizzly Man too, and it's like that's where I like I was kinda like, Rescue Dawn's not that great, but no it's not but... you know, it's not terrible, but it's like it's kinda funny that so like I'm going back, I'm like, Oh my god, like he just he can his narratives are amazing i really want to like when he's all over the know, place he did the fucking ones. bad lieutenant remake um right the nick cage right with Is nick that... cage and i'm like i've yeah i've seen like a I scene do. from that and i kind of liked it but now i'm kind of feeling this herzog train man i, I want to watch like Fitzcardo really bad and i want to watch like a couple other of his movies really bad now like <laughs> but I know. Maybe we'll maybe we'll do it next year. We'll do it like a director a month again. Yeah, do like a yeah. do like a week and pick, do Herzog. Pick the Herzog. Yeah, maybe well, dude, we'll he that. did he did a crazy one. So for this movie, 
he was gonna take a plane and to like Peru yeah. or whatever. And, yeah, and dude, so he was gonna take the plane. He didn't take the plane. It crashed, killed everyone except one woman. And then, like, 20 years later, he did a documentary about her. Yeah, and they, like, <laughs> and went so through. A doc- it's funny because I knew that story <laughs> like, pretty well already. Like, what the fuck? Because That's amazing. the plane got hit by lightning, and she's the, the That's right. she's the only person. It came across on Reddit of, like, the longest free fall that was ever survived is how I heard about it originally. And because oh. she fell from the plane and fell in the mud and then, like, walked 20 miles out of the jungle as, like, a 17-year-old. And so I knew that story already. And then when I heard Werner Herzog was supposed to be on that plane and then he <laughs> made a documentary and like went into the jungle with her and made her recreate the whole thing. And they like saw the wreckage and everything. Uh, I'm like, oh man, now I really want to see it. Cause I'm like, that sounds insane. Like, I don't know. <laughs> and that like, that sounds like that is, that is Herzog dude. Like Herzog, Herzog's in the level of like Gaspar No and like, yeah, like Lars von Trier. Like he's in that level of like, being so extreme like i mean he, he i guess he kind of started it honestly i mean i know other directors before him have probably done crazy things but i feel like he is the most consistent on on his on his it's it's i, I don't know it's like he, he just like he lives that legend like he just he's like a yeah i don't know um, adventurer <laughs> i wish i had that this quote in front of me because i don't remember exactly how it went but like uh it's interesting that he had a master class because he did the, he said this thing about like um you know, like film academics, like people that like like obsess over film and like the nuts and bolts of it, it's like are fucking dead because film is more like more about the passion and like just if you have the passion, it's like there's no there's no passion in that. Like you have to go and just fucking get. That's not what cinema's about. You get in there and it's the nitty gritty. You know what I mean? Well, yeah. In an interview, he was talking about that where he's like he's like he's like I hear he's like I hear some of the most you know, well-renowned directors who are getting millions of dollars for their budgets complain about not getting enough money. And Herzog's like, no, just go make your movie. Like, go do it. Like, he's like, shut up and do it. And that's like, that's what Herzog does. He mm-hmm. just goes and he does it. And it's like, it doesn't, well, whatever budget he, it is. Uh, it's like, he said like, uh, so there was the one guy, got another famous documentarian, I forget his fucking name, but he made this documentary and Herzog was like, I'll eat my shoe if oh, you yeah, finish this yeah. documentary. Uh, yeah. And then the guy did, and then so you know, Herzog is a man Her, of his word. Herzog fil- and he, filmed him eating his and shoe. So yeah. he ate his shoe, and they made a documentary about it. And he said, "Well, not only do I hate cowards or whatever, but also this is a testament to other aspiring filmmakers that <laughs> to just get it done, just fucking go I, out there and just power through." And the fact he hasn't you died can do is why. nothing. Or, you know what I mean? It's like you can get snagged up and not finish it, or you can just say fuck it. And do something, and it's a product of its you know time and place and art, and then move on. You know, I don't know. It's like eh, that's kind of yeah. inspiring. I don't know something. It is inspiring. Werner Herzog ate his shoe just because he's like, yeah, finish your shit. Principles, you know, like yeah. cinema, baby. Right, right, right. Yeah, um, I mean that's yeah. He's he'll this be, isn't I mean, the Werner we'll Herzog podcast. Him. This, uh, I know, I know. I, know. Well, th- I mean, I I feel like I feel like this movie's kind of like. There's, this there's, is like his big breakout, as much as I've though. said. Like it's, it's not it his, is, and that's cool. It's yeah. not his debut, that, but this is the one that like put him on the map internationally, right? And uh-huh. I, and it shows. I feel like it's it's artistic. It pushes the boundaries. You, like the performance. I mean, it's the the performance he gets out of Klaus Kinski is one of the greatest performances I've ever seen in my life. It's great. Like, I I really I really like. It's like like Walking Phoenix is is wants to eat his own shoe because he's he, so jealous i know he, like he does dude yeah 
I was like, oh, I was like, Klaus Kinski did it first. <laughs> did oh, the no. did the Walking Phoenix like gate and just that like, he did kind of broken body. Yeah, I uh, just take a minute to talk then, yeah. about this movie. So it's like, uh, I really like this movie. It's really raw. You can talk from a technical standpoint if it's not like you know steady. There's no good dolly shots or whatever. But like the actual only thing that I think hurts this movie for me, and I mean it makes sense with its production, is all the audio and all the ADR. It didn't really bother me that much watching it it did take me out of it sometimes but it bothered me more after the fact when i real when i was reading about it dude about how like they had recorded it all and they're actually all speaking in english but, in english but then, right but then they recorded it all in a german dub because all the audio was useless and then the voice wasn't even klaus kinski it's voice by some totally <laughs> other guy isn't, and I'm, isn't that wild i got it i got it his name's his name's Gerd Martin Martinzen, Martinzen. Yeah. And he he like but apparently he did it so well. Yeah, it's really good. Not a single person knew. Yeah, it's nobody it's really good. nobody knew. And I'm like, I know so like, how Klaus Kinsey sounds, so I'm like, I didn't I was like, it yeah. sounds like him, I think, you know. Like I'm mean, right. I, I don't know intimately or whatever, but Ex- exactly, exactly. But yeah, we don't yeah, know the it's, German language. It sounded, so. but, it sounded pretty good and it wasn't that distracting because the movie was very much like you said, it's very like they knew it, and so a lot of it was filmed. Like a lot of the dialogue is happening off camera, a lot of the dialogue right. is happening in voiceover, like you said. Um, and when they're talking, like only Klaus Kinski when he's given like his speech, and there's even the part when he looks the whole big speech, like "I am the wrath of God." If I wanted, the birds would fall dead from these trees, and he's looking like right into the camera, right in the camera. I knew that, dude. The second this movie started, I was like, "Oh, they're someone's gonna look directly into the camera." <laughs> I knew it. I knew for a fact You're like, there was this gonna is, be a this monologue. Is one of those, yep. It's like, yeah, I knew that. <laughs> it is. I uh, I don't know. It's funny, but like, there's there's a part of me that's just like, oh man, if they could have just had a good, because like. The ADR and all the recreation of the Foley was not bad by any means. It was pretty fucking solid, especially for the time, which I hate to kind of right. say, you know what I mean? It's like, it's like for the time. Oh, but, but yeah, but, but it's like, but, you it, but, have but to it for the up. time because, because it's all, it was all analog. It's all, yeah. they didn't have a fucking Adobe file that they could just click and they could go Foley and find, you know, 10,000 yeah. Forest sounds. Well, you know, it's like they literally the budget, had to like it's not like it. yeah, it's not like they had a bunch of fucking like a whole guy team of guys at a fucking studio in Hollywood making the sounds after the fact perfectly. Right. Uh, so that's yeah. So I'm like, I think it. I I know what you're saying. I but I don't think it takes me out of it. Or I don't think it like no. The other time anybody is, out there is in the fine it's like, because it's like it could it. only it's great. It could only be of the time, right? Yeah. But uh, knowing. That there that they did because the whole time watching I'm like this is 100% re-recorded post audio like I was I right. like obviously and yeah, what I know yeah, about yeah, film yeah, yeah. I'm like this is 100% uh, every ounce of this which makes sense because I'm like oh they probably just have fucking a camera on a river they don't want to fucking deal with audio you know what I mean they're like it, we'll just well, get it's in funny post. that they did though but like, they did try to shoot knowing 100% audio knowing that which they is kind of dumb though because <laughs> I'm like right. oh I wish I could have I'm, I'm curious what it sounds like I wonder if it even if any, it even if know, it sounds like absolute around. shit like I'm I wish there was yeah. like a version out there with the original audio just because I'd be that's even more raw, baby. You know what I, I mean? I wouldn't like, be surprised. I bet Criterion would have it if if anyone has it. I'm maybe. sure it's out there. Yeah, I, it I'd up, hope but. so. Unless, but like things like that, like you said, it's all it, analog. Yeah. It gets lost in time, man. It literally exists on a fucking couple reels of fucking tape from some dat machine, and who knows? It's probably they just can, got thrown and away. It, you and know what I mean? Can, it's like 
it's real film compressed it could have just gotten ruined too yeah. like time just time but that was like that's struggle. like my one regret where i'm like ah, i wish i could have experienced that like knowing like it was almost worse knowing that they did record it and it was lost and then they decided to re-record it in german which is fine um but like i'm like oh man i like knowing that they had it I don't know because <laughs> it seemed like a purpose watching it, which is good because it seemed like a purposeful decision because I was like, oh, they just didn't bring an audio recording device because they're packing light. Maybe they're in the jungle. This is fucking nitty gritty. Like, sure. They're not going to want to do all this. It's like low budget. There's probably it, since it's international, there's probably people speaking different languages. So they're like, fuck it. We're just going to dub the whole thing. Well, like no, They used to that do the that funny- all the time. But that was the funny thing is English was the only language that everybody Which knew. Which is insane. That is just <laughs> like so they, they recorded the whole thing in fucking English, you know? Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like a German production playing yeah. Spanish conquistadors speaking in English. <laughs> so know. weird. It makes me wonder when, so wild. when we do like, like uh, when Americans do like, um, you know, like fucking historical movies or whatever that t- that are in like oh. another language but we do it all in english right i wonder if other countries are like what the fuck because at first i was like what is yeah. these germans like doing this and i'm like wow we do it all the time when we make movies. we do so. exactly no and that's yeah and i think that's why it like and it works it's just kind of interesting because it's yeah like, yeah but to learn like, that they did yeah, it in know, english you... too kind of was like a little mind blowing. i was like what the hell like i know that's so weird and it's and it's it's like it's cool too because like all the natives that actually participated in the movie those like you know the whatever 150 200 extras that they used mm-hmm. if not more it's like they all just like brought their own stuff and like there were translators and they were like probably just having fun shooting the movie there's some there's a couple shots where they're on the raft and uh when they're like coming down the amazon and it's like you can see them you can see people kind of smiling and like not you know they're like shooting the shit and talking so sometimes that happens but it's just like you could tell he was you know probably shooting as much as he could but I, I wonder I wonder how many cameras were on set because it's like I don't man yeah if not that if like he it was said, just literally the one I think it was just the one but it does it does feel it feels because it yeah, feels like it feels, a documentary it's shot crew. so good dude it shot so good then like it, I mean you know and it's like and it's cool because the continuity doesn't really matter but like you don't need the continuity because like you're just it it all blends it's all the same kind of scenery and so I actually was like talking about. Uh, somewhere on reddit or something how like this is like this feels like a 24-hour movie this like feels like feels like a yeah. one-room movie yeah. where you're just like the whole scenery is all the same yeah you're really so the continuity, contained on there yeah right yeah you feel really trapped on the river and so it's just like well yeah, that so that adds the right? like weird sense of time i think really adds to yeah. the dreamlike feel because yeah. every time the voiceover would be like They'd we've been, been we've like, been on the like, river for like fifty days or whatever. Days. They're like, yeah, well, right, right, right. Well, they're like at the end, yeah. you know, because they left on like New Year's Day or yeah. whatever, and then they're like, he's like February twelfth, you know, or whatever, uh-huh, and it's just like right. so they've been on there for like two months or something, but yeah, yeah it feels everything like the sun, it's like it's never nighttime really. Yeah, it's right. always the sun's just in the sky, and it's just like shooting with natural light, <laughs> like it's I don't know, like. It does feel very spontaneous, and I think at uh, that low budget, this is a, another perfect example of, like, your budget, it, like, forces you to think creatively and kind of, like, does that and ends up creating kind of this magic because it's, like, you know, if this was, like, 
you know, a $10 million movie and they had like fucking lights and like right, all right. this kind of shit. Multiple cameras. Who, multiple you know, cameras like, and they had like a fucking boat set. You know what I mean? Or whatever. Yeah, right, right, it just, right, yeah. It just like wouldn't be the same. And so it's just like the the low budget really added to like what they had to do, which encapsulates you and gets you sucked into the movie even more. And uh, it's great. I don't know. It's really great. Yeah. And then it's just like, I don't know, all the themes of the movie, and it's just like watching these characters. Oh, I mean, do yeah, all I don't, it's like, I don't, I don't even have time really I'm not, to get into I'm that. I'm not smart like the, enough to, to know, but like, uh, yeah, <laughs> to no, know right, fully, exactly. Like, it's like, I guarantee you there's yeah, like some scholar out there that's like, well, this is the perfect parallel to this in history and this scholar, you know, this like, right, right, right. the way well, with and colonialism like, and everything, you know. Exactly, yeah. And the actual, like, I'm, I'm sure there's like a lot of like, it's a metaf- little it's details. a metaphor for drug abuse, you know, I don't know. <laughs> uh, well, or just or the like the religious abuse. I mean, that's yeah. the, the, how like they're like their their convictions to God. I mean, the movie's called Wrath of God, so it's like their convictions to God like is what really drives them, and it like it gives them that like you know well, holier than thou like like purpose. Exactly, they're, it's like they're it's, they're this allowed is a to be higher, here. yeah, higher purpose, right? And always used as a tool to get what they want. You know what I mean? It's always yeah. like God, you know, and even the priest who is like you earlier on, you think is like one of the more sympathetic characters because he's like caring for everyone. But he's just like, he's like, hey, first and foremost, we're here to bring our religion to these savages right. or whatever. And they're exactly, like, exactly. they're like, you lost your silver cross. Wouldn't you want rather a gold cross adorned uh, in jewels? And he's like, oh, yeah. And, that, and then yeah, they and kill the is- guy for blaspheming the Bible. Like immediately they just like, kill him, blasphemy. Oh, like, no. Yeah, dude. And that and that's such a. God, that's such a good like little details when they they talk about how it it speaks of it's you can hear the word of God in the book. <laughs> he literally puts like puts it to his ears like I don't hear you know? shit. And then, yeah, he's like I don't, yeah, I don't. It's just anything. a hunk of like, fucking paper, man. Like, right? Yeah, and like, which, that misunderstanding, which like, is great because so they great. yeah they're just like so driven by this like purpose and their own values, and it's like the fucking he, they elected Guzmez or whatever the fucking emperor. And he's just like eating all the fish and fucking while everyone else is counting, like he's got like 10 grains of rice because they're starving. And he's like, this is my land. This is my land. And it's just like, (laughs) I don't know. It's, it's, I love it. It's horrible. Yeah. I love like it's that that it's like, that's how it is. It's great though. Um, it's a good movie. I, uh, I can tell you a little, (laughs) you mean you, you got the money minute today. I didn't. You know I didn't go to the deep. I know it was like just shy of four hundred thousand, right? Right. It's yeah, four hundred thousand. Um, which is are, are like super low. Oh, which is it's so low. Which is a super low budget, and like it's kind of weird because it's like it. It could be more. It could be less. Obviously, that's how it. That's kind of how all film productions are. But with this one, it's more. It's more like that's what. That's what like at the end of the day, what the time and what the cost of production, like that's kind of what they assumed, but it like probably <laughs> costs a little bit more just with like all scouting product, all scouting production and all like him all doing the pre-pro. Yeah. But like, but then he also does a lot of pre-pro just on his own and like through connections that he has. So it's like kind of this weird, like he just, and he's like, he's got a vision. And so he's a really good talker. Like he'll just get into things 
by just asking. Right. Like, that's his biggest thing. He's like, it's like, you just ask people for it. And most people are fucking down to be in a movie. They're down to do a movie. Just the idea of doing it. And that's something we learned in film school is like, mm. you go and you just ask somebody, hey, can I use your, can I use this like house? Can I, can I come here? And people are usually like, oh, you're making a movie? That's cool. And <laughs> like, it all, yeah. that's like, you kind of get into places yeah. and you don't really have to pay for anything. We, have so to get a, it's kinda, yeah. we filmed in that fucking convenience store. I didn't give a fuck. Like, you know what I mean? All yeah. those places. Uh, right, you just right, got to right. ask, set it up. Oh, right. You know they I mean? loved it. Yeah. You just show up and ask. <laughs> um, and that's kind of, that's his style. <laughs> well, that's the thing. I, yeah. And then I think that's the thing. You, there's I, no gross. There is no. Oh, this, how much this it gross, made. Nothing. Yeah. I mean, it, yeah. It like on online, it says that the, it had a limited release and it only made like $30,000. So that, but you know, it's Over, cemented in time and it's made money. Yeah. It's, so. they said there's like a cult classic in other countries and stuff. And it's like, how do you yeah. like in South America, apparently it did really great eventually. And it's like, yeah. I don't know how, but that's the thing. You, how do you, how yeah, do you keep right. track of that? You know what I mean? Uh-huh. Right. So obviously really, cause it doesn't like, there wasn't home video. Yeah. Obviously it's really legacy in, so. is cemented. I mean, we're talking about it now and yeah. a lot of filmmakers I've known after, I didn't really know much about this movie, but it's like, yeah, it's been super influential. It's, it inspired a lot of like, we didn't even talk about how similar it is to fucking, uh, apocalypse now. Yeah. I, right. And that, and that's what that's, that's, I mean, Pl- yeah, Polanski, or I mean, uh, uh Coppola, um, Coppola. Thanks. <laughs> he was like, uh, totally. It, that's hundred percent. He, he, I was not even, shy about it. He's just I was like, even, a is. lot of war, the more quote unquote artsier meditative war movies. Cause I was also thinking of like, uh, Malik's the thin red line. Like it had like a similar kind of like, yeah, lo- totally. lost in the, ju- there's even the line of like the lost jungle. in the heart yeah. of darkness, which is like they talk yeah. about in, uh, apocalypse now. So, uh, it's interesting. I don't know. It's a it's a very interesting film that uh, I'm really glad we watched. I'm, I know because now I'm and like now, I want to get into it because like um I have much I more of an appreciation. Now. Me too. I have much more of an appreciation for Herzog because, like we said, it's like yeah. there are great directors and then there are great filmmakers, and he does everything. You know what I mean? It's like he right. is getting there, boots on the ground. He's fucking shooting it sometimes. He's fucking doing the producing. Like, he's making shit happen. And it's like, no disrespect, but some people are just directors. You know what I mean? Some directors are great, but it's like, this becomes his whole vision because it's like such a small, low-budget thing. They're like, it makes it happen. So, anyway, I got a... I got a Reddit or two, so let me see. Yeah, let's hear from these fine folks. Oops, okay, so... And we have a Travis as well. Oh, I was wondering if he did or not. I saw he watched it on Letterboxd, but I don't know if he called. So, um, Clones of People 2 says, First watch of this last night, and I quite liked it. I was expecting something bonkers, so I was quite surprised that it was more Apocalypse Now than it was Holy Mountain. Can you imagine? Uh, oh, nice. <laughs> this film... Yeah. Uh, this, imagine if Hordorowski made this movie. Uh, this film has a mesmerizing dreamlike quality that really enhanced that it's really enhanced by the score and the pacing. And just like the river, the film just seemed to flow. I found myself very distracted at times thinking about how awful this must have been to film balanced on a raft, feet in water, surrounded by madmen for a few weeks. Uh, speaking of madmen, Kinski is magnetic and commands the screen with force, but I think he's a real case of separating the art from the artist. There's some serious allegations against him, and he seems like an absolute lunatic, but also such a great actor. Uh, I love the ending. So absurd and hilarious. What a downfall. I look forward to watching it, rewatching. Nine out of ten. Uh, Hell yeah. Dude. Thank you for that. And the 
what are the, what's the symbolism with the monkeys, man? I don't know what it is, but I love it. I don't I, know. Like, whatever, it's just whatever. Like, it's like it's just being overrun by nature again. Like is that? Yeah. Because nature's nature's such a huge theme in this movie. Yeah. And I just feel like it's like it's like it's so cool how they like they think that with their god they can like like basically f- defeat the other gods, like defeat everything. If and they're it's just, just like, righteous enough, then it won't matter. Yeah. You know what right. I mean? And it's yeah. like. The, yeah, he's doing that, his big monkeys, speech. The you, monkeys is do you want to know, so cool. Do you know what's hilarious, though, about the monkeys? Huh. He, like, Warner Herzog is, dude, he, like, lies up his ass. He, like, <laughs> told, he told, like, they, like, brought the monkeys in, and he, like, told them he was a veterinarian so that he could, and he told them he was a veterinarian, and so they couldn't ship the monkeys back because it would cost a lot of money, so he just let them go in the, in the forest. And so, right. you know, Warner Herzog, he's not, <laughs> he's not a beacon of, uh, <laughs> of righteousness yeah but, but, that, is a, that is a He's... thing in this film also that was giving me uh cannibal holocaust vibes but that's unfortunately yeah. the 70s were notorious for is the animal abuse. oh you just the animal abuse that that poor horse yeah everything. It's, like, so it's like but but that tiny you cute little sloth buddy that little sloth was, a, was oh, the, the dude, sloth. That, was so that had such god yeah. there was oh damn it. i know we I didn't even talk about, about like his daughter remember. and like the weird yes. Like he's over there, like scheming and and like killing, but then like he's got the daughter that's just like this core of innocence. If I preserve this core of innocence, right. then I am right. still a righteous man, you know. And I think that I think that's why, like, yeah, I'm pretty sure that's why he brought her is so that it gives him, like, it like gives him something to, you know. Yeah, not only outwardly, know. but uh, he can uh, still uh, convince to, himself to what he's doing is for the good. Yeah, exactly. Right, 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 right. Even so. though he just ends up getting her killed too, so. <laughs> I, yeah, but I mean, that's yeah, right, right. Yeah, that's I think the, the monkeys, whole, I and mean, that's the moral is like, you can't. I didn't. Know, uh, you can't defeat nature, but right. I didn't mention the my. I think the so the opening shot is amazing, but the fucking closing shot, yeah, blew my dick off because <laughs> that was the one. Because uh, it's like not only so he's got all the monkeys, he's still like purely delusional, just being like everyone's dead but him. He's overrun by monkeys, like basically like fucking not. Oh, he's infested. With monkeys, yeah. and yeah. and he's like, we're gonna go. I'm gonna go out, and we're gonna uh-huh. conquer everything, and I'm gonna be the emperor. And it's like, dude, you are alone in the jungle in the Amazon, <laughs> yeah. thousands of miles away from anyone, uh, other than cannibals that want to eat you. You know what I mean? And but, uh, and then the one time, because the whole time, the the camera, like we said, it's right there. It's with you. There's some white shots, but everything is just like feels running close. But then that mm. camera comes sweeping down the river, dude, just just blasting down. So good, like it's it feels like angelic because it's like yeah, it's like he's like le- left his body, like I don't know, but it like it comes down and then it just fucking swirls around him as he's just like on this raft and there's all these corpses and all these monkeys <laughs> and it's just like it's it's beautiful. He has summoned in this like I don't know the skies have opened. And the angels have came down to prove that yes, in fact, he is the wrath of God. Uh, was great. I don't know. That was like that was the moment it ended on a really high note for me. I really yeah. Liked it. Uh, so one one more Reddit, and I know we're getting kind of long in the tooth, but uh, the opposite perspective. I want to read it. So uh, Turbo Thirteen says, "God awful, ha ha." I was aboard the struggle bus watching this movie. Maybe I just don't have the artsy tooth for movies yet, but I'd rather watch MASH from last week. Uh, <laughs> don't say that. As far as technicalities, this movie was way better than MASH, but this week was, but this week, this dog was just ugly and not so ugly. It was cute. 1.1 out of five and only because the editing was all right. <laughs> oh. uh, thank you. 
this movie yeah. this movie's I not mean, for everyone. <laughs> this movie is absolutely no. not for everyone. So no, no. I, I this is you're this not is definitely you're not wrong. In your I do way. like you it know, that you're... we're getting we're getting him indoctrinated like kind of speed run too. Like this is not yes. a movie. It's like this is a movie. It's like you'd go to film school and watch this movie because you're like I'm I'm interested in kind of getting intense into films. Film, but like and the history, is a casual, like the dreamy, you're... fucking blah blah blah. Yeah, yeah. It's like I I I my coworkers. I'm not gonna suggest this to any of them. I'm no, gonna, I wouldn't. Like, I wouldn't I'll recommend like, this like, to any any of my friends. I guess I have I have one coworker that she like she watches some like really intense stuff and so i'd be like okay this is the one i would let you watch it yeah i'm i'm but sad that hate it though i don't know i'm sad thomas didn't end up putting it on there we'll have to see i mean he should put it on the reddit if he does because he uh he had seen this movie that's where i remember hearing about it from the first time and i didn't realize it till he said that but he'd watched this movie years ago because he really likes Werner Herzog, and he, i think he took he took a german class so he kind of got into it oh, and okay. that he was the one who picked nosferatu the vampire back when we watched that he picked that movie um okay. and so he was kind of really into it and he wrote a whole paper about this movie about oh, a, shit. about a gear yeah, yeah where, and well, yeah, he says that on the reddit he asked he said when are you guys recording the podcast and i was like well we're gonna record it on wednesday and he's like okay i gotta find my paper and put it on there so you can have it on the podcast but he sucks so hopefully well, it'll if he posts it on the reddit we'll have it there i hope he will uh anyway so let me pull up travis's right quick and uh so stall for me while I, while I do well, that. The way that Klaus Kinski gripped that monkey, I it, I, I was so frightened he was going to take a bite out of like it. Like an apple or something? I <laughs> was so, I like literally, like for just a second, my stomach dropped because I was like, all right, get ready for this. This motherfucker is just going to mouth this fucking well, monkey, dude. Well, dude, like they're like obviously this isn't as like horrific as like cannibal holocaust with the animal no cruelty. right i kept waiting for it i kept waiting there, for it though because it did feel and, and because i kept being reminded of cannibal holocaust but it's like that poor horse that they kept falling off the raft oh my god and then they just shoved him and they just that shot where it's just like they just um, left the poor horse behind and he's just like yeah it was heartbreaking. But what about me? I'm like, and then oh my he's, God. T- he's talking to his daughter later, and he's like, the horse will be fine. Don't It'll worry about it. That horse is dead as hell. So dead. Well, and the fact that they're all starving on this boat. And I know, he literally yeah. says that was kind of like the nail in the coffin. The one guy's like, yeah. that could have been a lot of meat. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, anyway, I got his thing, so. Hey, guys. I got two questions for you today. A small one and a big one. First, a small one. How do you think they filmed that final scene where the camera is circling the raft? It seemed pretty steady for being in a canoe or small boat. And the big one is, in my opinion, a movie like this can never be made again with all the protections for actors and even human rights for the extras that we have now. I'm referring to the opening scene where all those people are walking up and down the cliff and it appears to be wet also. It looks so dangerous. Then there's the treatment of animals in this movie. I'm not sure about you two, but watching that horse struggle on the raft may be uncomfortable. Plus, the monkey throw at the end probably wouldn't be tolerated nowadays. Then there's the shooting incident by leading actor Kinski, where he went off the rails one night and shot real bullets into the extra's tent, hitting one of them. I think that would be huge headlines today, resulting in jail time, hopefully. So my question is, do you think it's good that a movie like this will be stuck in the past, or would you like to see less restrictions in movies moving forward? push the boundaries of what's possible thanks that is a big question thanks travis wow that's yeah that's a big uh, one man. The, I, we kind of answered shot, your other ones a little bit because like 
I, dude, yeah, I, that but, shot was actually just held by angels, man. I don't even know how they got I, it. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I think it just like, honestly, it just threw it on sticks and you have that, you have that momentum going and you don't stop. It's like, they had like a speedboat or something, but, but like, yeah, but I was like, like there wasn't really angle. any like huge waves that like took away from it. So they must've been really zoomed in or something, but like, that's why it was so impressive to me too. Cause it was like, it was so unlike the cinematography of the rest of the movie right. that it really right. stood out. Cause obviously it was a deliberate choice. I mean, filmmaking is deliberate usually, but like, uh, it really stood out to me because I, I, I'm sure they just had like a, a speedboat or something, you know what I mean? And then we're just like flying along, but I'm like, man, I don't know. <laughs> Cause it's, it's so fast and it's not like sped up. Cause it's like the monkeys are just crawling around on there. But he's they're like fucking no, yeah. flying around this thing. But uh Yeah, they're yeah, they fly right around it, baby. I mean it could it honestly could have been sped up a little bit, but um maybe a smidge. The that monkey grab dude was it just I know I just mentioned this two seconds ago. But like he just <laughs> grabbed it, dude. Just like I did, like him even just grabbing the monkey. I'm like, I don't know if you could do that. I thought nowadays. for sure. Oh. No, I really doubt it. They don't even use real monkeys anymore in a lot of shit. Sure, yeah, it'd be it all been CG. Yeah. I mean, that's what's wild is like it's like the whole time I'm like watching that monkey and I'm like, my brain is like, that is a real life. Like this whole ship is literally hundreds like, of monkeys. You know, there's like 400 monkeys. They just put on this stupid ship. And now I'm like, and he's just grabbing them. He's like, and they're wild. just jump. Like, a lot right. of them are just jumping in the water and definitely dying and drowning. Like there's no oh, way. Right. Like, right. right or I can, I, they could probably swim. Right. I guess. I know. I but know, like, like, you know, for swim. a fact, like a, <laughs> at least a quarter of those monkeys oh. fucking died. <laughs> died. Well, I mean, they, they he, got thrown into the woods and left, he left dipped, to die. So who knows? we talked about it in Nosferatu. He dipped like a thousand fucking rats in bleach. Remember? Or not bleach, but he like oh, boiled them to turn them white. Yeah. And like, sure and like right. a thousand of them died. Like, and it's like, yeah. so these monkeys are basically, yeah. it. I don't know. The, the Kinski, like, it's so funny that he just like, doesn't even like, I don't know. Like, it, I feel <laughs> like that wasn't scripted. He just throws it over his shoulder. Doesn't yeah. even give it a glance. Yeah. And you know, that's not like, oh, okay, let's do the blocking. Let's like, then throw the monkey and we'll make sure like they shot that one time yeah. probably. And he's just like, yep. like you know what I mean? Oh yeah, that's exactly how he doesn't he seem like, like the kind of guy that's just like, all right, let's do a bunch of takes. It's just like let's film this a shitload. Like yeah, I don't know, but uh, but they do. They are. They are. They were a good team though, because yeah. they would do it. They wouldn't block it necessarily, but they would really. They would go over it for hours. Yeah. before they shot. So it. that they so fucking like, nailed it because film uh-huh. is expensive. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. 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 Uh, but uh, your other oh, question. Man. Your other question. Your other. Though, your yeah. other question. Yeah, is a big guy, man. I, don't I know. It's like I do think. Like, I'm glad there's a lot of protections for animals and, like, obviously with the strike going on right now, like, extras and people don't get paid and they, there needs to be protections for these people and these animals and things. But at the same time, it's like, I do feel like sometimes it's, like, all a little too safe. Like, I think everyone should be... <laughs> well, I think everyone should be respected and feel safe, like, physically. And it, but it's hard because yeah, you get shit like this, and then it's like you get Shelley Duvall's performance that ruined her life, like you right. know what I mean. And it's that's, just like yeah, I don't the, think that's, that's right, thing. but it's well, I, I think we can still get. That's what's that's what's crazy is like we're getting, like I'm I'm thinking of like Bo is afraid. I know that's not any extreme to this magnitude. But there are like there's some like extreme performances in that that pushes and like, some boundaries like, though you it, know what I mean it Even... pushes boundaries and like you could tell like it's people get like you know that you hear of stories where people get exhausted on set and like it is it's hard to film but then but you know like you know that like it's backed by so much protection that like because because even like well, I mentioned earlier but Alec Baldwin shooting somebody on accident it's like 
that that wasn't like that wasn't to get a good shot necessarily. It just wasn't that a was true just, accident. It was like just straight up negligence and, and carelessness. And so that it wasn't that, like, like being cool true. and like shooting on the fucking woods and well, like that's the thing. It's like yeah, that, that's true. Just that's a true tragic accident that like is loss of life and there's nothing nothing out of it. And it's almost like I mean that that sounds callous, but it's like if we like the the finished product that Warner Herzog gets, it's like. It's amazing. And he still does that to this day. Like he's still, he's still extreme with the people he works with, but I think he's even like, I mean, he's clearly like, he's not abusing animals. That's what's hard. Nature. It's or like, it's ever, like, but. I think Bo's afraid is probably a pretty good example. Like Ari Aster. It's like, you can get these sort of, as long as you have the right vision and go and like, I guess, creative control to like get right. these products and these performances because uh, it's like that movie's pretty unhinged, but it's very tightly contained at the same time. Like it's very, like Ari Aster is very fucking deliberate and methodical. You know what I mean? But at the same time, you got shit like fucking uh, Romero using an actual shotgun to like blow off the head of a zombie because that's the only way to get a good shot. Like for the VFX, they just put the fucking shotgun in the zombie's chest, right? You know. Right, right, and it's you like, can't, yeah, you that can't do that can't anymore. happen now because it's definitely unsafe. But like, but like, the thing is, I think also platform wise, like Herzog, he did this, he didn't do this with any studio backing. So it's like you could, you can make movies that are this extreme nowadays still. So it's kind of like it's just like where I wonder where that, where's that outlet though? Like, I don't know if we're seeing people go that extreme and maybe because it is a cultural shift like people are like we know like well i don't want to like abuse an animal just to get a good shot when like you can do something else yeah they're (laughs) in you know you can use like a lot of the animal abuse it's like did it further it really i don't know right no exactly but i mean but like I think so. Yeah, the I horse. Think, probably, I think the horse. Yeah. The horse elicited a lot of emotions effective. for me. Every time it was, every time it was like freaking out, I could tell in real life the horse is stressed, and everybody on set is stressed. Like it's like all the actors are stressed with this horse kicking around because no one wants to get fucking kicked by a horse. And like so it's like the realism exists there. And then when they leave it, that's like emotionally jarring. Like that was mm-hmm. like the saddest part for me in this whole movie. And so it's just like it like it did elicit emotions, and so I'm like. That's kind of where I get like this worked, and so it's like I know it's it's hard because like like I've said before, it's like I don't think Kubrick should have fucking and everyone on set should have emotionally abused Shelley Duvall to the point of like her hair's falling out and shit. But she gave one of the best performances in horror. I think I fucking think her in The Shining is uh, incredible. Um, Yeah, and it's like, but it's like, is it worth it? I don't know, but art. Art's hard, but it's like sometimes it's like pushing boundaries and breaking the rules. It's not good, but it does make for better art. Like we like we said, <laughs> you know, like fucking yeah. some of the best artists are broken, horrible people. And some art it's like is made with blood. And that might not be great for some people. And it's not good, but it is interesting to talk about. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. I guess it is kind of like it's like, well, and I think I think there are. I don't know. <laughs> Objectively, there are worse things out there. So yeah. <laughs> I feel like I feel like, like that's that's pretty know, cool. But I feel like if somebody was gonna remake this, it's like you wouldn't want the I, safe on a set well, like and I think film it, but have enough like no, but you don't have to. I think that's what I'm trying to get at. 
is like Bo is Afraid, you that's all manufactured. So it's like yeah. you can remake this movie and have a safe environment for people to work in. Yeah, you can walk the it's line, like, just I, bring it back yeah, from unsafe so, to uncomfortable. Like, yeah, yeah shoot exactly. shoot on a raft, you know, get fucking crazy, but well, have no, a fucking medic shoot, team like, on standby if somebody falls be. in or that's, something. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah, that is, that is what it that's, would be. It's like, that's the compromise, I think. <laughs> it's like, if you're right. going into the river in, in this movie, it's like... Well, dude, they, they like shot <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> on, a, on a crazy river. Like, dude, the whole time watching this movie, logs I was... I was anxious for people just oh, like, oh, I'm yeah. like, I know Herzog, Herzog has a history of killing people on the set, cameraman's so gonna, got like yeah. trench foot at this point. Cause he's just standing yeah. in the water. Uh, anyway, we got to button it up. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I know it. Yeah. But that, that was a, yeah. Thank you for the questions, Travis. Yeah. The other That's a good, good one. You know, um, great cause that always. is an interesting topic of discussion. You know what I mean? I do think it's, right. uh, anyway, so Aguirre, the wrath of God, pretty good if this is up your alley the more i think about it more i talk about it the more i appreciate it and so uh i'm really glad i'm really glad we watched it so thank you for everyone that picked that i hope you actually went and actually watched it because i only know like two people that actually did so thank you that did that next week and i don't know i fucked the poll up or something and i'm i'm surprised at one because i put a lot of the big hitters on there i thought for sure taxi driver would win maybe it's like oh yeah, and it didn't even it didn't even come close. No, not really. I mean, it was second, but like by not oh, was it? Oh, by, I thought by oh, not thought that third. much though. I thought third, third uh, encounters was second. But what? I thought third encounters was second. Oh, that was, I, they're close. I always look. They're close. I always look like a day ago or something. Yeah. You know, so uh, close encounters is what I voted for because it's the only one I haven't. Me seen. Me too. But, I know. I haven't seen it. But we uh, we're in, we're gonna watch Young Frankenstein next week. Which is which is good because if we didn't watch it, I was probably gonna want to put it on Horrortober. Um, right. Yeah. So we're that, getting, yeah, we're 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 getting we're getting right we're getting into it, and it's like I'm I haven't watched it in a while, but it's probably my favorite Mel Brooks movie. So I'll be I I always love me some Gene Wilder, you know, seventies Gene Wilder comedy, some good shit. I almost put Willy Wonka, but I took it out just because I'm like I can't two Gene Wilder movies in the fucking poll, you know. Yeah, you can't both of them. Yeah, and so, Wonka's coming out soon, so I'm gonna go see that. Just, <laughs> that I masturbate to Timothy Chalamet. <laughs> I know that's. I yeah, see that. it in your eyes. That's the only reason. <laughs> that, I, I know. I want. I want him to make me a little special chocolate. Yeah. Um. So thank you, patrons. Thank we love you. you, guys. Movies. Um, we got. Dope. We got. Uh, for you, patrons, we we're doing Barbie next. So yeah. go. That sounds cool. If you want to wanna you. listen to us talk about Barbie. And see our hot takes as two straight white men. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Come join our, get on the Patreon because we're gonna go talk about that right now. So, yeah, but everyone else, us on the Patreon, we, be like you guys. We love you anyway. Okay. We love everyone. If you made it this far, you're great. So, and for everyone on YouTube, we appreciate it because a lot of people watch it on YouTube for some reason. So hi. I know we're getting like sixteen hundred <laughs> hits like every episode. Anyway, hey, bye. Bye. bye.